Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. The five-time legends are on the road again, and they're heading down under. Robbie Fowler. In Australia, your chance to meet and hear from Robbie Fowler, Dinny Haman and Jason McAteer. They're at Enmore Theatre, Sydney on January 3rd. Hilton on the Park, Melbourne, January 7th. And Hyatt Regency, Perth, a day later. Details at 5times.co. Before that, we're in Ireland again. Cork is our next stop with Aldo, Diddy and Jason McAteer on October 29th and 30th. Cypress Avenue only holds 170, so you'd better be quick. 5times.co slash cork. And back on Merseyside. Celebrate Christmas with the Liverpool legends. Tables available for our annual party with a whole host of former Reds. It's at the Hilton, December 12th. Details of tables and prices at 5times.co. Liverpool have their hands on the European Cup again. And this time it's for keeps. We're back. The Five Times podcast resumes today after a busy summer, a busy couple of weeks, to be fair. We've been all over the place uh, with Five Times. We've, we've been having a good time down in um, down in Wales uh, with Robbie Fowler, Newport, Ronnie Whelan. Lads have been down to London, Aldo, John Barnes. Um, so all good, but we're back with the, with the podcast um, by popular demand. We're going to discuss the progression of the Capital One Cup, Mario Balotelli, Liverpool's progression in general, the start of the season... Um, and to see if we can pick the bones out of what's going on. But before we do, um, please check out the website for all our details of our live shows. Um, we've got Australia coming up. Myself, Diddy, Haman, Robbie Fowler are heading over to Oz um, in the beginning of the year, around January, early January time, to do a couple of nights over there. So if you're, if you're over in Australia, listen to this. Uh, Perth, Sydney and Melbourne, so um, you can get your tickets. Go on the the Five Times website, fivetimes.co, to find out um, all the details for the Australia trip. We're also going to Cork uh, for two nights next month. Um, Aldo, Diddy, Haman, brilliant nights, right giggle. So if you if you're in Cork and you fancy a laugh with the lads, um, go along and see them. Some great stories, uh, guaranteed a laugh. Uh, details of them nights are on the fivetimes.co website as well. Um, even if you live in Liverpool or you're down south. Um, get yourself over there. Uh, Cork's a great place for a night out and um, obviously be topped off by meeting the lads. So today, I've got two legends of the game. Um, probably Liverpool's greatest Scandinavian signing uh, with me. Alan, Ken- Alan Kennedy is here. <laughs> Jan Mulby is with me. And um, the legend himself, two European Cup goals. Um, medals, got more medals than Motley. Alan Kennedy's with us. Lads, great to see you. The morning after the night before, I think that's where we, we need to start. Last night, um, Capital One Cup, third round. We're through, um, but we made hard work of it, Belly. 
Yeah, we did make hard work of it. It was um, a long night. It was a long night. Yeah, I was. Um, I, I thought we'd won it in uh, normal time. You know, you're leading and um, you give a, a slack pass, give away a penalty, and they score it, and it's uh, it's extra time. And then uh, you didn't leave, did you? You would have missed. 20, I, well, to be fair, I, d- I didn't leave. Goals. No, I didn't leave. I didn't leave. I went to watch it in one of the lounges. Oh, did you? Yeah, getting cold. Yeah, I was getting cold. Happens yeah, happens when you get older. You know what it's like. You know That's what happens like. when you get yeah. older. You yeah. got to look after the elderly. In the Absolutely. Hey, there was people older than me watching it as well. And Phil Neal was there as well, and he couldn't. Is he, he still could, going? He's still going. <laughs> yeah, he is. Yeah. So, what was your take on it, on the performance overall? Uh, I mean, you've got to take positives out of it. I thought you know, Jordan Rossiter played well. Um, you know he did well. What he was required to do in 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 the, in the midfield, you know the defence was, I suppose, uh, okay. Uh, if I can say that, Enrique coming back, uh, which was a good plus. Like he, he looks fit and looks ready to go, and will challenge Moreno. But um, you know to give a goal away like that at the end of the game, you think they could have done better. They could have done better. They should have won it in normal time, but they didn't, and uh, made hard work of it in the end. Yeah, and I don't think you were there. Were you watching on the telly? Yeah, I watched it. Uh, I think the thing with with the young players, uh, Rossiter and, and Williams, it, it's almost secondary at the moment. Their progress isn't it? because we got bigger problems. Yeah. And the problem is that we're not playing well. The problem is that we're trying to integrate a lot of new players, and none of the new players have shown consistently. What, what they're capable of. Uh, they've had flashes. Most of them have had flashes where you go, yeah, I can see why we signed them in. So, Is that because the way they play doesn't fit into the philosophy of the way that no, Brandon I think, wants to play? I think they've been very, very carefully picked. I mean, we picked really attacking fullbacks that we decided to bring in. Yeah. But I just think we, last season, played in such a manner that it was, it was almost like dream factory, one of the way that we played. And most of our games were over after 20 minutes, weren't they? We just blitzed teams yeah. and... You go into this season and you kind of want to carry on from where you left last season and I think we, sh- we should have took a step back and just gone, give ourselves a chance. Let's grow into the season and give our new players a chance, you know. We've just started. Are you saying int- introduce them sort of slowly, no, but what we, one we, by one? You or? know what they're saying is, you can't start a match where you've ended the last one, can you? You start again. Yeah, yeah. And I think the season we should have started again and gone, listen, let's just give ourselves a chance. Let's be organised, let's be difficult to play against and then gradually, because... All our best players are attacking players. We'll find our feet. But we've gone in right at the top and gone, listen, we're going to try and score 200 goals this year if it's all possible. And it's not working, is it? Yeah. There's no rhythm. There's no uh, rhythm no, to our play. No. Uh, and what I also think, teams are set up against Liverpool now. They're just sitting back. I think teams are just looking at us and going, well, you know, let them have the ball. Let's go, let's go back to that in a minute. Let's just sort of wrap up sort of last night. What kind of, what kind of game was it for you? Was it a game that was going to... Put Brendan under a lot of pressure. Was it a, a Capital One third round game that's sort of probably fourth on the agenda on his on his list of priorities? Was it a, you know was he thinking I need to win this game because we haven't been playing well? What kind of, how would he have gone into this game? What was the feeling? Well, for me personally, you, when you go into a game, any game, you've got to go to win the game, no matter what the competition. You know, Capital One might be the least um, known um, you know game. 
Um, and I just felt as though that um, the lads started off brightly. They started passing the ball. They, you know, they, they looked comfortable. And again, I go back to Jordan Rossiter. I thought he, I think he was accomplished. I think he did what he was asked to do, and I thought he did it really well. But um, it never sits right with me at the back. You know, we, we look as though sometimes they, they might, well, they might just concede a goal at some, some, or at any point. Yeah. And I just felt as though that, um, you know, maybe that's a sign. Sometimes. You know, we talk about the goalkeeper. Does he inspire mm. confidence in, in in the back four? Mm. You know, it, you know, does he come for crosses or does he stay on his line or whatever? But you know, when he was called upon, he he, he did okay. But uh, I, I I just feel that the the caps of one cup, the league cup, whatever, yeah. whatever it is, goes changes name every every other week, doesn't it? Um, the game last night was played out like it usually is in the caps of one cup because there are a lot of changes in the third round. There are. The, the sprinkling of younger players and, and that performance sort of highlighted like we like we did in the FA Cup a couple of seasons ago like we did last season in the, in the League Cup at times it did look stop-start and, and that's what you get when you change the team now to go back to the point we were talking about actually the, st- the season has started off very similar to that hasn't it like as if it's there's a lot of new faces. The, the balance isn't quite right it's not quite it, it's as if it's like yeah. we've started like it's a capital one Third round league game, isn't it? It's, it's yeah, but I mean, if we just finish regarding the Cavs of one cup, last season it was different, wasn't it? I, I felt it was a priority last year. Brendan thought he needed a bit of silverware. We went out playing as strong a team as we possibly could at Old Trafford. That's the question I was asking before. Does exactly. He feel, does he feel like this? No, so no, I don't think so. Be, and I always have this. I always have these problems with you enter the cup competition and you're not prepared to play your strongest team. Yeah. Yeah. Which kind of indicates to me that you don't think. And you, you kind of don't want to win it, do you? Yeah. So sometimes you're better off being out of it, aren't you? Yeah. But we're still in it, so that's, that's another thing. In terms of the season, what worries me most is our form at Anfield. Yeah, well, we only lost two last season. It was a fortress, wasn't it? Yeah, but it was a lot more than... It wasn't just the fact that, you know, teams have gone through seasons and lost one or two at home, but it was in a manner, wasn't it? In the manner that we played at yeah. home, it was in the manner that we yeah. put teams yeah. away, yeah. you know? You, you played at Anfield where you wouldn't winning and dominating you did as well Belly and, and I did to a certain extent my team was you know yeah we didn't get over the line like you lads but we still had Anfield as a force we still went out every week at Anfield thinking we ain't going to get beaten yeah, yeah. That, that that come back last season didn't it yeah. that was there again I'm just are, wondering are they losing that yeah well every team has been to Anfield this season yeah and uh, okay so I'm not so I'm not having a very fine uh, the, time of well. it at the moment but yeah. We haven't seen a top team at Anfield yet, have we? And all the teams we played at Anfield have been in it, haven't they? You know, Ludogorets, Middlesbrough, they've all been in it. Yeah. They've all given us more in the game. And you just couldn't have imagined last year. If I go back to what Bally was saying before, that Liverpool now, whereas last season they were an unknown quantity slightly, you know, they did start the season quite slow last year. It only got to around the end of October. They started showing the form that we all sort of remember from last year. But like like you said there, Bally... Yeah. It, it, they were an unknown quantity last season. This season, yeah. they know what they're going to get when they come to Anfield. They know. Yeah. So are they, are they setting up differently? Is it? I, yeah. I mean, it, t- it takes time to integrate. Um, you know, I feel for Markovic. I feel for Lalana at the moment. They're just finding their way. Um, you know, Lalana is an excellent player and, and plays. Uh, you know, plays off the front man. But um, you know, Balotelli's come in. There's a lot of new players coming there, and it takes time to to get them. Um, you know, up to up to up to scratch. You know, we had a slow start last season. We've had a slow start this season. It, it, it's got to get better. But 
confidence should be running quite high. We've got Everton on, on, on Saturday. That, that's going to be a real tough game for us. There were six new faces against Aston Villa, five against Ludogrets, so or six yeah. of the new signings started. Do, do you think that yeah. is that a problem? I think that is a, a little bit of a problem. Yeah, it is. You know, you know. If you look at the back four, it's all changed around, isn't it? You know, we, we had jo- jo- we had Johnson in there at first. Then Michael has come in and, and done and done very well. He, he likes getting forward. Lovren's been in there, now, and we had Kulatore in there last night. But uh, you know, everybody obviously are good players. They're just getting the right balance. And Brendan will be, I think, a little bit concerned about things like you know. But you know. They've got some important games. The thing is, we're change, chopping and changing. We've got the, you know, we've got a league game. We had a, we had a league cup game last night. We've now got um, Champions League next week as well. So they're all different competitions, and it, it'll be interesting to see how Brendan sets up for each and every game. Too much. Sorry. Go on. Well, it's yeah. It's. I mean, you don't want to sound too negative, is it? But you look and you think the goalkeeper doesn't convince many people, does he? We look like we're going to concede as many goals as we did last season, but we don't look like we're going to score as many as we did last year. Mm. Our midfield look overrun and overworked, and we're really struggling to great chances. You know, so we, we we we've got a number of problems. I believe we've got the players. Yeah, I think we've got some really talented players. Is it literally then just finding the balance, finding the right players, putting the right pegs in the right holes? I have no idea how good this team is capable of becoming. Uh, Could Tottenham show you any any sign though? I think Tottenham played into our hands. Yeah, they played into our hands, and I also think that in a strange way we were lifted by by Balotelli's debut. The fans were lifted, the players were lifted, and they gave us something. Um, and he was just, and then you know, again like last season, you get that early goal. You get an early goal away yeah. from home against Tottenham. You know what they are. they're one 0 down at home against us. They have to give it a go. Mm-hmm. Open up. Sterling was unplayable on the day, uh, but as Alan rightly said, if we if we don't get our our noses in front of we really get the opposition to come out. We, we do struggle a little. So, like I said, six and six new faces, five against Ludovic. Too much too soon? Yeah, I think so. And I, 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 I don't know whether it was always the plan, uh, <clears throat> but I look at, at, at certain decisions. It's a strange one, isn't it? Yeah, it is, yeah. It and is strange to think you, you were so good last season. Yeah. But you, you, you will then go and put six new faces well, we in also, the team. We also, dis- we also discussed that that with the money Brendan would have, be careful. Because there wasn't a lot wrong last season, was there? Exactly, that's what I'm trying to say. You know, yeah. most things are right, you look... It's right up. No, it's, well, you know, and, and, and I'm looking at that midfield balance, but I'm looking at decisions, I'm looking at resting Sterling against Aston Villa and playing 120 minutes against Middlesbrough before a derby game. That was a big question last night. You know, so, uh, yeah, what, on the TV. What, what, what's your take on that? Well, what is the strange, take? That I mean, is a strange yeah, one, isn't it? You know, it is, it is. I mean, obviously... You know, Brendan will have a lot more data available yeah. than, than we have in terms of how how fit he is and how fit he feels and whatever. But that just seems strange, isn't it? And then going with all those new players in the Aston Villa home game, where I thought he could have gone back to some of the maybe the fringe players from last year and give them a go. You know, I still think that Lucas is better versed in the way that we play than the new players, mm. and he, he could actually do a job. He struggles to get up to, to to speed again, but I just think he knows how we want to play. Yeah. Barry, just to, to go back, because you, you were a defender, weren't you? I was allegedly, allegedly. Were you, was it what, what was the what was the name back back in the twenties for for a left back? Was it a left half? Yeah. Was it was that where you played yeah. left half? No, I was I was a I was probably one of the original wing backs. What? Yeah. You messing? No. 
Well, why? You don't because think my, you were? Don't my think team you was were. the wingbacks. You weren't no. wingbacks. Listen, I was never defending. Okay, okay. Let's just go oh, back. Oh, you mean you were attacking? Yeah, I was attacking. You were attacking yeah, left yeah. fly half. Yeah, that's right. Fly half. Call right, it okay. what you want on the left hand side. Yeah, I was. I was never, never defending. I was. I was never alongside Hanson or uh, yeah. or Lawrence and whatever. I was always up somewhere else. Yeah. Right, enough so, about that. Enough so, about that. Alan was <laughs> overly concerned with tactics. No, no. He just made sure he was. Where the yeah. ball was. Just keep the yeah. instructions yeah. basic. All right. For well, me, the okay. I'm leading into here is um, <laughs> as you're probably aware, I'm going to now talk defensive problems yeah. we have again. Um, I mean, you highlighted, Jan's highlighted three of the back five have changed Manquillo and Moreno, yeah. Lovren have come in. Um, obviously, Mignolet's still there and Skirtle um, from last season. But again, last night, we've got to highlight it, it another set piece got undone that was Liverpool's problem last season are we are we now looking at it maybe it's the zonal marking it's the tactics of the way we set up because we can't you can't change something that much and it'd still be the same problem yeah. it, it does, you know are we now looking at maybe it's the tactics of the way we set up I think the way we set up, I mean, certainly for their goal last night, that the, the headed goal was was poor. You know, we allowed the ball to come into that near near post area, and I think it might have been um, Enrique who lo- who lost his marker. Mm-hmm. But like, you need some organisation there. You need people to be strong. Uh, and I, and on a couple of occasions, Lovren's been caught out uh, on a couple of occasions again. I'd go back to the Man City game. You know, the other side. Um, you know, in his defence, though, what I will yeah. say about Lovren is. He is more comfortable as a left-sided centre half, but he then was playing on a right side. So, we, you know, he did get caught out a couple of times, maybe his positional play and stuff. Yeah. But he is more comfortable playing on the left. Yeah. Um, so, I'm going to give him a little bit of that because I'm a bit of a fan of Lovren. To be fair, honestly, Jason, I am as well. Yeah. I think he's a very, very good player, and he mm-hmm. and he looks like a leader. He looks so he's comfortable on the ball. He, he's quite sensible when when he gets the ball. I think sometimes we we certainly miss Skirtle. I think I think uh, Martin Skirtle, you know, is an, an excellent player, a great defender. He knows what he has to do. I think we've missed him, and I think to a little bit of an extent, we missed we've missed Daniel Lager in there as well. I think yeah. you know you know leaving. I, I was surprised he actually left the club. I thought he would well, have it's stayed. Been highlighted in the papers this week, hasn't it? They, they fell out, and yeah, you know, we probably got to the point where it's better off maybe part and company. But I agree. I, I'm a big fan of Daniel Lager. I thought he was a great player. Very surprised not to see him more in the team. But the, the, the back four has changed so much, hasn't it? You know, from, yeah. from last season. Mm-hmm. You know, when when you had Enrique in there, uh, I, I know he was injured and wanted, but Flanagan was in there as well. You know, you had uh, J- J- Johnson yeah. right back. You know, I know they conceded goals, but they knew what they were doing. They were, they, they were quite decent at what they did, and they allowed the midfield to concentrate on playing the midfield and, and, and you know playing the football. But at the moment, it's a bit stop-start at the moment, like you know, and I'm a bit worried that you know we're going to concede goals, particularly as you mentioned from set pieces. Well, Tomo, Phil Thompson last night was obviously doing the, the TV. Um, although I do actually think Tomo's got a face for radio, to be fair. Um, <laughs> but you know, Sky have obviously they like him, yeah. Um, so yeah, <laughs> keep it up. Uh, he hinted last night it starts from the keeper. Uh, Jan touched on on Simon Mignolet's performances and stuff, and Tomo seems to think that. You know where the line, where he lines up the back four at set pieces. Yeah. They're too far away from him. So just to explain, that means that there's obviously a big gap between him and the and the yeah. the, the line, the offensive line, which obviously then 
for me and, and maybe Yanni who's on set pieces, there's nothing better than having a big hole to put a ball into. Is that it says, come on, put the ball I, in this hole. I totally agree. I, I find in, mo- in modern day football, teams are too brave defending set pieces. Yeah. And they leave an area. Uh, they have, have to have a high line, isn't it? Exactly. It's like, oh, we've got to have a high line. It's, it's like the Di Maria goal against QPR. Mm. I like my centre halves to be deep. Defend a set piece, be deep, so you can't put anything in between the last line and the goalkeepers, yeah. and then just trust your best headers to clear things. Yeah. But if you look at us, I, I, the way I see this season is there's, there's two type of goals we concede. One of them is set pieces, yeah? yeah. yeah. Aston Villa last night. Aston Villa, to be fair, could have scored three from set pieces in the first half. Mm-hmm. But we're also conceding the slide rule pass down the side. Aguero, yeah. the goal. Ludogorets, the goal. Yeah. Last night. Oh, too high then? The third goal, West Ham, down the side. We don't recover or we don't see danger quick enough. Good defenders, what do they do? I always talk about Alan Hansen. Alan Hansen would have been perfect playing today. Yeah. There's no real tackling, there's no real heading of the ball. What you need to do is you need to read the game and be quick. And that's what defenders have to do. And good defenders spot danger quick and stop it happening. And I don't think we spot danger quick enough. Yeah. You know, and there's so many... Yeah, yeah. You know, the, even the last goal, isn't it? I mean, Ayala with his passes put it into all sorts of trouble isn't it in the last last seconds of a game we're winning 2-1 how, how, how does that happen I, I don't get Lugaretti is the same we score late to win to be leading 1-0 and you go end off now surely if they're going to score it has to be a screamer from 30 yards but still we allow them the opportunity to get at us and by get at us I mean get somebody in that position where one pass is going to kill us is there a slight arrogance to our success then in that case well, he rewrote the job description, didn't he, Brendan, with the success we had last year? You know, that was always going yeah. to be his biggest problem, isn't he it? it yeah. yeah, he rewrote the job description. The job description last year was to finish in the top four and take it from there. Instead, we finished second, almost won the title. That then, <clears throat> the expectations then are rockers for this season. And uh, obviously, at the moment, we're really, really struggling to come do to terms with that. Do you not think sometimes the games are coming thick and fast? You know, like you know, we've got the Champions League now. Yeah, we yeah. didn't have it last season. Now we know. play Everton, and, and then we go to Jabal, and, and then you know, we go. You know, it, it, you know yeah, yeah, and then they all go away on international duty. And you yeah. mentioned chop and change about the players coming in, the players doing the job, like you know. But like every every game seems to be different, doesn't it? So, so, so you're saying then they're not getting a balance. So they're not yeah. Getting, yeah. So what we're causing is we haven't got a balance. Yeah. But there's that many fixtures yeah. calls for a change yeah. which then obviously makes it's like a vicious circle really, isn't it? Even I, I got, biggest, even I tongue-tied myself there. Yeah. <laughs> you, you, you got it out. Yeah. Yeah. The biggest problem you can have at a football club is when you don't know yeah. your best 11. And we don't. Yeah. We don't. Yeah. Yeah. Just touching on Mignolet just to finish sort of the back four in the defence situation Victor Valdez um, you know you look around of all the players that he signed competition for places it's obviously healthy at a football club yep Victor Valdez coming in would he Simon Mignolet obviously fingers started to be pointed at him as some of his performances maybe could be a little bit better he's probably the only position in the football club that doesn't really have a competition for for his place. Yeah. You know, Brad Jones is not really going to play. He's quite happy being there, isn't he? Yeah. With Victor Valdez coming in, would that up the ante? Would you would you would you welcome that? I think I'd, you'd wel- welcome any competition. I, I, you know, we talked about this a couple of weeks ago. You just so said there's too many Champions League, FA Cup, League Cup, yeah. FA Cup. Just, yeah. just, just have to make your mind, don't you? No, no. <laughs> oh, competition for places. Sorry. Yeah, competition. I was, I was still on the last question. Didn't get it <laughs> 
That's that's very <laughs> condescending. That, that right? Um, but uh, yeah, a co- competition for places. Yeah, yeah, you know, if we look at the goalkeeper, yeah, he has been. You know, the, we do need competition. Victor Valdez would be a, a great signing. You know, why can't he come now? You know, he is. He is. What is it? He's, he's injured, me. Yeah, but you know, even so, even if he is injured, just get him on board, like you know, so we can work with him, so he can you know recover from his injury, and then you know put pressure on 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 Mignolet. He has a standing in the game, doesn't he, Victor? You yeah. don't play for Barcelona for that many years without having a standing in the game. He hardly ever touched it. No, just one. <laughs> they just kept the ball for probably. But what you need? Seventy minutes of the game. What you need to play for Liverpool because of the way we play. You do need a specific type of a goalkeeper. So you need somebody who's quick off the line. You know, that's a sweeper. There's a lot of goalkeepers that rule out because they don't feel that they can play the way that Liverpool wants to play. Well, what you're saying is you need a keeper that's quick off the line. Distribution. Being yeah. able to distribute the ball. Yeah, yeah. You can play. Yeah. Organised. Yeah. And is brave at set yeah. pieces. Did we not have one of them? <clears throat> it, it, it is always a question when things are not going well. You look back. I mean, Alan just mentioned Daniel Aga before, and that's very apt at the moment, isn't it? When we can't defend. I'm sorry about Pepe. Reina. I know that. I know that. I'm going to come to Pepe Reina. Pepe Reina's another one. Like, yeah. <laughs> like that was a, like that was a quiz question, yeah. and he didn't have a clue. I do think that we were maybe a little bit too quick. I am, however, disappointed that Pepe Reina has decided to go and sit on the bench at Bayern Munich and not play football. But that's for the, that's for another day. Keepers do that though. Jersey done that, didn't he? Well, he Jersey went to Real Madrid yeah, after yeah. after the Champions League. It's well, like, I don't think Jersey was ever as good as Pepperina, and, and he was also slightly old. I, I still think that Pepperina would get in ninety percent of the team of all top uh, clubs top in Europe, you know. But he's decided right. to take the money and sit on the bench at, at, at Bayern. You know, you never yeah. done that, did you? I, 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 no, I, I think you, you always want to play football, yeah. don't you? I think Pepe Reina is not that old. He's, he's still a quality keeper. There's no doubt about it. And uh, I do wish he was still at the club. And we wouldn't be looking at, you know, it's talking about Simon Mignolet the way we are. Like, you know, Mignolet has done really, really well. You know, he's still a young, youngish keeper. He's still learning the game. He's still got lots to go. But we need to organise the defence a bit more. And I, I just think we've missed people like Martin Skirtle. I think Martin Skirtle is one of them would put his head in where other people wouldn't. I always believe that organising a team defensively without the ball is easier than organising yeah. a team with the ball. And what we did last year, we organised ourselves with the ball. And that's very, very difficult. That's why we played so well. But I actually think now we just need to go back to simplicity and go, listen, let's just organise ourselves without the ball. What happens when the opposition have the ball? Let's give ourselves a chance. You know, and, and, and on Saturday against Everton, what you don't want to do, you don't want to give Everton any encouragement because they're not playing well either, are they? They're conceding by the bucket. Yeah. So, whereas last season in the derby we blitzed them for 20 minutes, I think this year we just need to be solid, give them no encouragement, and then gradually just grind them in. And, and I think in the end, we, we do have slightly better players, we have slightly better individuals than Everton. And if it means that we have to be nil-nil for longer than we were last year and it takes a bit longer, I can live with that. Yeah. I'd rather us... You know, show a real solid performance and maybe win one nil. So then we got something yeah. to take into your next game. But at the moment, there's not a lot we can take into the next games, is it? Because there's so many uncertain aspects of our, of, of our play at the moment. It, it just really worries me. That brings me to we've obviously gone through the defence. We'll, we'll maybe skip onto the midfield in a minute because obviously Yori and Jan and obviously being one of the best midfielders of obviously your generation, which goes without saying. We'll talk about that, but. 
centre forwards, Mario Balotelli. Um, he played last night for 20 minutes. <laughs> What's your take on, on Mario? Has he fitted into the philosophy? Is he for you, Belly? Is he a, a player that <laughs> livens you up when you see him come off the bench? And... Well, he does liven me up because you know, I think he's got so much. Um, what? Hey, well, what? just just you know, when, 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 he excites me when he gets the ball. He knows what he wants to do. He knows where the, where the target is. He wants to have a go at you know finding the back of the net. But sometimes you've got to get yourself in a position that you can do that. And I think he, he sometimes doesn't get himself in in, in in the right position. But I think he's yes, of course we'll talk about that. He can work a bit harder, work across the line and whatever. But you know. But he's, I still think he's a, he's, he's a good asset. Um, maybe he's a bit like when Sturridge first came to the club, like a bit unsure, you know, and staying out, <coughs> staying out wide, and uh, um, you know. But he just, he, I think he needs a, a run in the team. Maybe get himself a little bit more fitter, and then you know, f- you know, I think the goals will flow. I really do. You and Nando's when he bought everyone's dinner. <laughs> Rumor is it that you follow him around because he does that all the time? No, I I have not had a fifty pound note of him. Not yet. Not yet. Just Not wait yet. till he gets mad at the match and he comes in the lounge. I'll, I'm sure he'll look after you. <laughs> I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. <laughs> I mean, to be fair, Mario, what, what, I mean, he does excite you. You can't help. Does he excite no. you because he's Mario Balotelli? Yeah, exactly. The moment, the moment he warms up last night and you go, yeah, go on, yeah. And you get excited. But you're also likely to, within a minute, then go, oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> no, but you go, oh, yes. And then, oh, no, isn't it? But I don't know. Yeah. It's, it's his role in the team is going to be crucial. How we, we utilise him, how we get players playing off him and around him, you know, and, and does he play in all the games? I don't know. Is he? Is it a real struggle for him? Because obviously Luis Suarez is gone, and they're obviously big boots to fill. He, in some ways, is that marquee signing because we were waiting for this striker to come in. We were waiting for this big name, a Falcao, a Cavani. Mm. You know, it didn't quite happen, and then all of a sudden, Mario comes with his circus, with his, you know, what goes on with him, his bubble. It rolls into Liverpool and everyone's lifted, and he then all become suddenly becomes that marquee sign. Albeit it was sixteen million or whatever it was, not a great 
transfer fee for a striker. But he, but he brings that like that circus with him, doesn't he? So he fits if in. If you sign him on a free, he'd have still been a marquee signing, wouldn't he? Because, well, he been, because, yeah. because that's just the way it is, well, isn't it? The problem that he, the boots are too big to fill that what Luis Suarez but, has left. Who else? Who else do you look at, Jason? You've got to look at who's on the market. You know, I mean, whether well, for seventy-five million, Belly, you've got to look at everyone was on the market because. Yeah, yeah. They could have gone for Falcao, they could have gone yeah. for Cavani, they could have gone for anyone who wanted, but that kind of money. Yeah. And then thought, well, we'll bring it back when we get Champions League qualification next season. We'll get 25, 30 million back for that from the Champions League yeah. money. So there's that way of looking at it. But yeah. obviously the suggestions that the money ball yeah. figures and the money ball th- philosophy <laughs> kicked into place with Mario and he become the one that the club maybe had to take or Brendan and his team had to take. Like Brendan that. did go on record saying he didn't want Mario Two, two months before yeah, yeah, yeah. then the price all of a sudden come down because Milan needed them out and he turned up the football club so yeah, yeah. you know is he is it just going to be too big for him the task what we're looking at no I don't, I don't think the task is too big for him I think he has got it I really okay. do I really do think he just needs some confidence you know um, <laughs> you know he looks at times as though he, you know he's like he's um, struggling in terms of like, well, what do I do next? How do I get the you know the best out of myself? Like you know, but but at times I think God, he's produced a bit of magic, and I think that's what we want to see. You know, we want to see something like that. But I think for me, Mario and Suarez, I think for as maverick as Suarez was and yep. as off the cuff he was, yeah, I think. You look at that and think, what's he going to do? But I actually think the lads who were playing with him knew exactly what he was going to do. Yeah. And I think they, they all clicked, didn't they? They yeah. knew what he was going to do. They got round him. He made things out of nothing. And when he didn't create a chance, he created a chance for someone else. Yeah, yeah. Where Mario, I don't think they know what exactly he's going to do. Yeah. Like, for instance, last night the ball comes into him. He's got his back to goal. He's inside the six-yard box. And he takes one touch, two touch, three touch, and then lays it back. And the shot is then taken by, I think, Suso, who then puts it wide. But if he'd have knocked it back first time, I think yeah. there was a better op- yeah. opportunity yeah. for Suso. Yeah. Yeah. I think with Suarez, I think you knew what you were getting. It was going to go into him. He's either going to turn and score or he's going to lay it off. It's one yeah. or the other. Where Mario, I don't think, quite knows what he's going to do at the minute. Yeah. He's yeah. not fitting into the philosophy. He's not. He's too much off the cuff and the lads just don't quite get it. Yeah. And I'm saying, do you think it's going to work out? I actually think that they, they're both off the cuff, aren't they? Suarez, but, but like you rightly say... Suarez was off the cuff for the opposition, wasn't he? Yeah. His teammates had kind of got the hang of what he was going to do. Yeah. Mario, you're always going to find you're always going to find reason to criticise Mario, aren't they? Because mm. because of the way that he plays and yeah, yeah. because of his, his his style, isn't it? Yeah. And like you two were players who ran a lot, isn't it? And, and you will always go, no, but you, you'd always look at him. No, you'd always look at him and go with an end product. Yeah. Yeah, no, but you you'd always go, won't you? Why can't he run around more? Why? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But that's not how he plays, is it? But I do think that this. Would you have to to play? No, you don't. You, you don't have to. There's always room for somebody who, in a static way, can. can Blue was that last season. Well, we didn't have anyone as such apart from Gerard, who was much more effective last year in that deep line role than what he's been this year. You know, you said we're going to talk about the midfield in in, in, in a minute, and I also think that's a problem with Gerard being as. as oh, we'll talk about uh, it now because we've, we've touched that. Yeah. Well, I think he's. He, I think he plays too deep. You know, I think we split the centre half and he comes in between him and. To, to play these and, and then when the action then is transferred into midfield we he's not there is he? Was that part of like what we were kind of saying right at the beginning of this conversation teams work on us out where last season teams would come to Anfield with two centre forwards but what we did last year as well Jason is that we managed to get our full backs free didn't we yeah. high up on the pitch so Gerrard's crossfield goals meant we kept possession Yeah, well, a lot of teams what they do now 
they're asking the two wide men to follow our fullbacks back. So when we play the diagonal ball to our fullbacks, we lose possession. There's then a battle in midfield. Yeah. We lose the battle in midfield because Gerard can't quite make it in, into midfield for the for, for the battle, you know. So yeah. it's what I said before is let's try and go back to basic. Let's trust the centre house. You play out from yeah, the back. I, I agree. Gerard, you go back in midfield yeah. and give the other midfield players a hand and let's just take it from there. Let's see how difficult it's it is then for the opposition to, to, to get at us. I mean I mean I like what that Jan's saying there, let's test the opposition rather than the opposition test us, isn't it? Well we're well, certainly certainly at home. You know, you, you've got to win your home games. We've always said that, haven't we? You know, you know. Sometimes we, we, we've struggled to play decent football, and Jan's quite right in his assessment. You know, we're too far apart. I don't want Steven Gerrard, you know, like uh, in, in the back four. I'm not convinced the centre halves want Steven Gerrard in between no. them either. No, no, no. Because no. you know no, they can they can play, they can do their job, and they do just let, let, let them get on. With at it, the end like of the day, there's only now we're looking at the teams the way they're setting up. There's only one centre forward now. Mm. So when the back four actually do split. There's plenty of space for them to be on the ball. Stephen doesn't really need to drop in there, does it? I, I get do. it in the sense of you want him on the ball and starting the playoff. Yeah. But at times it's too deep, isn't it? But who who then is going to get in the box? Are we talking about Jordan Henderson? You know, getting in the box. Are we talk? You know, we're talking about um, Joe Allen. Are we talking about Lucas? They're not going to get in the box, like you know. And you're looking at them. Okay, you look at Sterling, who might who might just do it. Continue. He he might do. It. But we need to be all in there together. You know? I think it's pretty straightforward when you play against Liverpool, isn't it? <clears throat> the two centre half split and Gerrard comes back. Now, for, for teams to be able to stop that, you have to commit three men. Yeah, they're going to go. We're not yeah. going to do that. We commit one man, and then we instead we commit our wide men back and mark the Liverpool fullbacks. Yeah. So Gerrard can have the ball all he wants back in his own half. He ain't going to hurt us. No, that's what teams are saying. That's what teams let him have it. Let him have it. Yeah. Instead of going to see, I saw teams come to Anfield last year, and the biggest worry was Steven Gerrard. And they go, how are we going to stop him? And they yeah. committed people forward, too far forward. Bang, bang, we played through them. Now they're going to go, let them have it. Let them play in their own half. We're going to drop off. And the long diagonal balls, we just trust that either we can win them or we can be close enough. Yeah. So Liverpool fullbacks never, ever get as much room as they did last season. Stephen Gerrard, centre-half? Well, he might as well play centre-half, yeah. didn't he? Would, could, would you trust him to play centre-half? He could do it. The, the lad's phenomenal. You know, he's, uh, he's, the, he's the best player we've had. You know, for for, for a yeah, long time. He's not answering the question, is it, Belly? Um, Can he centre off? No, I wouldn't have. You wouldn't have. I wouldn't have centre half. No, I wouldn't. I no. mean, it's you know, he's a specialised centre okay. midfield player, isn't he? And uh, let's leave him there. But I think to give him a, a chance as well, and just move him up a little bit yeah. further. You know, just yeah. say, Gerard, you know, for the next five or six games, just play in there. Yeah. Yeah. You know. Okay. Middlesbrough last night, and he and the derby coming up, Everton against uh, at Anfield against Liverpool at the weekend. Anyone from last night playing into the Brendan's plans for that weekend for the weekend game? Enrique Enrique started off. Yeah, I thought he competed well. Mm. Um, you know, he was up against a, you know a right winger. I thought he done all right last I night. Thought he did okay. Yeah, I just think sometimes you know players sometimes Jason get caught in two minds. Mm. Just pass the ball, get the situation dealt with, you know, and just pass the ball, get out of it. Like you know, I just felt as though he got himself indecisions. A couple of times, like you know, but otherwise, generally, his fitness looked good. He, you know, he looked as though he was back on song. And he'll give Moreno a good, good run for his money. Um, he's done very well, and, and of course, John Flanagan, who's been out and was our regular last season. So, 
you know, the, 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 the back four for me would take care of it. So Sacco is, is doing okay. I still think he needs to be a little bit stronger in terms of his challenges. Um, Lovren is, is, is excellent. And I'm not sure where the fitness is of, uh, of Johnson at the moment, you know, if, if he's yeah. going to be in or out, like, you know, but... Uh, no, get the back four. Start from the back four. Start from the defensive side of it, and then work round it. But as we've said before, Stephen Gerrard for me should play a little bit further forward. We've touched on it there. A lot of inconsistency with the teams pick, being picked because of maybe different competitions and so many games coming around. What would your team be for the weekend? Well, Mignolet obviously picks himself. Um, Not Victor Valdez, no. No. No, no, no. I wouldn't. No. <laughs> Not at the moment. No. No. Says <laughs> so you played well in Norway the other week. Tony Warner. <laughs> Bring back Tony Warner. Well, Tony's got a job to do. He's still a good... Yeah, yeah. in goal. Yeah. Left back. Left back. I had Moreno for me. I think he's... Um, <laughs> I, I think he's Enrique's done brilliant last night. Yeah, let's has. get Moreno yeah, back Moreno. in. Let's get yeah. Moreno back but, in. But Moreno is, like, for me, more decisive. OK, more, I like more, Moreno. More, more, more yeah, positive. Moreno. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. It's a no-brainer. He's done really well, hasn't he? Manquillo? Yeah, he's done brilliant. I really do. I, if know, Johnson was fit? Um, well, you know, if, if Johnson's fit, yeah, you might go want to go for experience. It okay, is. Yeah. It is. You've got to have some experience yeah, agree. In, in the team. So. Okay, so that one's a bit, a bit debatable. If yeah. no, I was fit, I'd probably done it. Centre-halves. Centre-halves. Well, Lovren is our... Is our and Skirtle. Skirtle for me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that's a good five, wouldn't it? Yeah. yeah. Midfield? Would you play... Three and three, yeah, yeah, no, yeah. Okay. yeah. Well, obviously Gerard. Yeah. Who do you play alongside him? Because, like, you know, you know, do you, do you, I'm not sure. I, I, I like Sterling coming from that deep, like slightly deep midfield role to get forward. I think that would that would be all right. They're going to miss a couple of players. Ross Barkley obviously isn't playing, mm-hmm. who everybody admires. But you know, from that midfield, I don't know. I love Coutinho. I think he's a great, great player. And still, you know, people say he's developing, but he's not. He's he, he, he's one of these players that like like you know. Feeds. There's only so much time you can develop in it, and then yeah, all of a sudden you got to be ready, haven't you? You got to be developed. Yeah. No, he's a player I like in the team. I think he, he can see a pass, and he, he always looks forward for me. Which you know, sometimes other players more defensive minded. Just a touch on that midfield as we're in it again. You know, you're saying Gerard dropping deep. We've seen Jordan Anderson last season make some fantastic runs into the box beyond strikes, beyond Suarez, even to the point where he was he got himself in really good positions where he could support the strikers when they, when he got into the final third. Does the fact that you're saying Gerard drops into that defensive role then drags Jordan further back, so he then can't make up the ground when it goes forward? quickly yeah I also think that is that the knock on to that again I also think that Jordan has almost become too much of a footballer you know in that he drops too deep to get involved yeah. when his strength is his ability to get around the pitch with and without the ball yeah. the amount of times last year without the ball mm. where he started that first bit of pressure but also his ability to get in behind or his ability to ride late in the box he's not a great goal scorer and never will be but when you make an extra man in the box you create yeah, havoc yeah, yeah. you know and we're also losing that Plus, there probably isn't as much room for his for his runs anyway. Would you want to be in the team? Yeah, absolutely. Okay, so yes. Gerard Henderson, and then what are we looking at? You Coutinho, at? Sterling. I, you know, I like that Coutinho plays well on the left hand side. Sterling maybe more towards the the, 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 the you know the right hand side. Um, I think we've got a sort of formation then if we're going to because we're sort of putting too many. So we've got the but back if you five put sorted. As a number six, yeah. You put Henderson as a number eight, isn't it? Which is your your, your all round midfield player. Diamond there. 
Yeah. Or I, three and three. I played Lalana in front of the two of them. Uh, the two strikers. No one. I'd, I'd 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 play Sterling on one side. Yeah. Coutinho on the other side. Yeah. Gerard. Gerard Henderson. Lalana. And, and, and Daniel Sturridge. Yeah. yeah. Sturridge is fit. I think he's fit. Yeah. 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 I mean. Yeah. That's for me it, as well. It, 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 be, it be now becomes a must play for Daniel Sturridge, isn't it? Mm. You know, whereas in any other situation you'd have gone give it another week, but it now becomes a much must play, isn't it? You yeah, know? yeah. Could you imagine if we were? Yeah. You know. Yeah. I don't like to ever use the word disaster in football because think, it isn't. But do you think Suarez and Sturridge got on? I got asked this question the other day. Did do you, you think? think do you think Andy Cole got on with anyone? That was my point. <laughs> that was my point. I was, I was, try, I got asked the question. I was trying to make the point of, yeah, they didn't get on, and they probably wouldn't go out for dinner with each other. But it was very healthy what they had for the yeah. team. I thought it dragged Daniel along, lovely last season the way Suarez was. You don't always have to get on. No. I don't mean you don't, you don't hate them, or you don't really yeah. dislike them. But you just don't get on there. It's, it's like Suarez is a street footballer, isn't he? And it doesn't bother him, he just plays. And he forces everybody else to kind of respond to his performances. And that's what Daniel had to do last year. And and, and Sterling, to his own extent, they they responded to his performances. He just played. I don't think he was overly concerned with Sturridge doesn't like me or whatever. If that indeed was the case, I don't think that bothered him one bit. No, no, no. You know, and. My point is, you you don't have to get on with everyone, do you? No, absolutely not. Was there anyone you didn't get on with, Belly? Yeah. Uh, 45,000 people. <laughs> week in, week yeah. out. Yeah, I used, to, used to, yeah, I used to tolerate them. The cop were all right, yeah. The others... A lot of, no, a lot of mates no. who didn't really get on with Sam <laughs> We didn't dislike him. We no. just didn't really get on with him. Yeah. Like, Stan was a, his own personality, his own... Yeah. I did but always in the end for the good of the team, isn't it? it was always yeah. for the good of the team. Yeah, no, yeah. it was never any arguments or anything. Just no we knew where we each other stood. Yeah, that was, was my point about Sturridge and, and yeah. Suarez. I, yeah. Do you I, think I, that's going to hinder Sturridge in the fact that he hasn't got that this season? He hasn't got that person who is like, maybe he's aspiring to be, maybe that's dragging him along. But we don't know, we've, it's never been tested how Balotelli and Sturridge are going to play. You know, they haven't played together, so we don't well, know. Tottenham, they did. Yeah, Tottenham away. You know, Liverpool's <laughs> best performance. You know, but but you know, but what I'm, what I'm saying is like, you know, you know, Sturridge has been injured. He's coming back hopefully for the weekend's game, and and you know, we're we're looking to him to 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 sort of like get us going again, like you know. Whereas sometimes we looked on last season, it was Suarez to get us going, like you know. But um, Sturridge, Sturridge is a. Is but a all the things that Suarez player. did for his teammates was a gift, wasn't it? Yeah. yeah, you know, dragging defenders away, creating space, and all you had to do was then pop into those areas, yeah. wasn't it? And that's no longer the case, is it? Because the one thing that's desperately lacking is movement, isn't it? Well, we we become we become really, really, really predictable. Yeah, yeah. You know, but, you know, Suarez was always on the move, no matter whether it was like um, um, you know whether defensive-minded or whether it was like, he was always on the move. Okay, Mario is a different type of player. Maybe he plays off the, you know, the, the back two when he wants to play alongside somebody else alongside him. But like, you know, to get the best out of him, you know. I can't stop. wait for the day we stop talking about Suarez and we're over the fact that he's left I the know, football club. Know, you know, I but, know, but at the moment it's a shadow hanging over. If we started the season like we finished it, I don't think we would be talking about Luis no, Suarez. No, but we do look away off that, though, don't we? Yeah. So that's why he keeps propping up, popping up all the time. I think you will, you will, you will, you will struggle to get. To get past talking about, I think we still talk about Kenny and Robbie and 
we still talk about them, don't we? Yeah, but yeah, no, absolutely. And, and but it is all to do with the fact that we haven't quite hit just, the right notes. As just to go back, we, we, we've got to start the season in the right we've way. Back that far. I know, yeah. but we've got to start the season now, haven't we? You know, it's, it's the next game. And but can are, Everton be the spark? Can it be the catalyst to start it, it off? Was, it, it sort of was last season, wasn't it? You know, we won four mm-hmm. 0 and we and we had well, this is it. Right, we're, we're, yeah. we're up there. We're competing. You know, we're, we're in about tenth place, eleventh place at the moment. We shouldn't forget that on December the first last year, it was at the end of our season, wasn't it? We oh. lost three one at Hull, and it was the end of our season when everybody yeah. goes, "This is rubbish. This is no good. We can't defend." Yeah. Uh, and and to be fair, that was against a team, Hull City, who don't score goals. Oh, yeah. and they scored yeah. three against. And, and and we, then we had two home games against uh, Norris and West Ham that we both won and. Found our feet. And then, of course, then Chelsea and there was no, Chelsea. No, yeah. Spurs was in between when we won 5 0. Spurs which was our best yeah. performance. And it just exploded from there on in. And so there's still time, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. Absolutely. But the difference is obviously we started last season with 3 1 0 wins. Yeah. Uh, whereas this year yeah, we've we started are, yeah. with and three defeats and five games. Yeah. I don't think we've started the season yet. I really don't. I think we've, we're, we're, we're looking at others to sort of like, you know, get us going. But I just don't think we've started the season. And if, when, when we do start the season, I think we'll start playing some decent football. We've got to see the, the best of Balotelli. We've got, you know, Sturridge's. I think like we've got to see the best of all the new players consistently. Yeah, 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 yeah. I've seen things from some of them I really like, but I haven't seen enough. Yeah. I'm getting a bit tiresome as well of people saying, because um, it's been in the press all this week about the hangover from. Um, from European football for me it drives me mad because you start the season obviously wanting to win the Premier League and then it's like we've got to get to the Champions League and then yeah. it's if you can't it's got to get into the Europa League and then the season comes around the next season comes around they get in the Europa League you get the Champions League it's we need to get out of this competition because it's killing us in the Premier League yeah. it's like what you do? I'm getting a bit tiresome of it surely you've got to enjoy it and embrace it and take it for what it is that's your prize for doing so well I, I really don't know when it became a problem. I know. When did somebody decide that playing in Europe on a Tuesday or Wednesday became a... I don't know. But and it's even worse. It became a problem when teams started losing know, the next it's game. it's even worse yeah. you know, for the teams who play on a Thursday. <laughs> Which they totally can't yeah. play football on a Sunday, can they? No. Yeah. They, 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 they lose all the oh, ability. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Spurs and Everton lost all the ability to play football because they play on a Thursday night. I do not know when that was decided that you can't play European football and then play the weekend after. Yeah, it just drives me mad. I, I I understand where you're coming from, but look at Stoke City. Like, was it last? Oh, season? I, I, I had the season know. before it was Newcastle. That's right. I know. Newcastle, but I know. but, but Hull, it can't be Hull, right. Hull this year. I know, but it can't be right, can it? Yeah. The only thing, no, it can't be right. The only thing where I can put that into context is maybe a Hull who realistically aren't going to win the Europa League. There's some fantastic teams in that competition. Yeah. yeah. And you look at Ludogorets, right? They're not going to win the Champions League, so I'd get it if they come out and said it. Right, but they don't do it. All these like European teams, like Ludogorets, and all they love it. Yeah. Their the season's built on this Champions League. It's like yeah. so. But Liverpool have got a real opportunity. They they just could win that Champions League. They oh, just no. could win. I know, but it's it's not just it's not Tottenham just could win the Europa. It's not just a, a a Premier League thing, is it? Because if you look at the German teams, Leverkusen lost, uh, Dortmund yeah. lost, Bayern Munich drew. Yeah. So it's not just a Premier League team, is it? Yeah. But they don't know about it, though. Didn't well, I don't know. I mean, I don't follow that closely, but. Yeah. All I'm saying is that somewhere in amongst all this, the players are fitter, leaner than they've ever been. And now all of a sudden, but they can't, they can't play anymore. They can run up a mountain yeah, and do 1,400 press-ups, but they can't play three times a week. When was that decided on? <laughs> I 
Kelly used to play three times a week yeah. after about 28 pints. I know. Saturday, Monday, Wednesday, Saturday sometimes. Yeah. yeah there was your, your diet. It, it's and a, I understand that the game is much more demanding in terms yeah. of it's 20% yeah. quicker yeah. in the last six years than, than, than whatever, isn't it? But the players are also better equipped to deal with that. Yeah. The pitches are better, the boots are lighter, the training that you do, the, the, the refueling that you do, whether that's with, with fluid or... Yeah, yeah. Yeah, absolutely everything to help them. You've got psychologists and Dr. Peters and there's no end to the help that you get, you know. But all of a sudden it's been decided, but the one thing we can't do anymore, we, we, we can't meet the demands of the games. So what we're basically saying is don't rest players. That's what we're saying all in all, because, like, you know, I mean... I think Brendan's actually come out and said, well, Raheem Sterling, you know, we're going to leave him out on the bench and whatever, like, he's looking a little bit whatever. But, as we said before, they are completely different players. Well, the funny thing about this, if you, you've all gone into games, haven't you, feeling tired? That's just, yeah, that's we're right, human yeah. beings, so you go into games, you're feeling tired, whatever, but you find a way of getting through it, and then once you're through it, you have a night's sleep, and then you go again, don't you? Yeah. But obviously today, they don't allow the players to get into that tired state they, they go we can't play him today because, because at the end of the game he'll be really really tired and then he won't be able to play on, on yeah. Saturday and yeah. I just think there's one I, I, don't, I don't want to be old fashioned you know what I mean but professional footballers are meant to play aren't they yeah. get them ready to play mm-hmm. you know the demands are 60 games a year if you want to be successful find a way you yeah. know never mind all this training or find a way where he can play yeah. at least 80% of those 60 games a year yeah. you know uh, <laughs> you don't agree, Alan? No, I do agree. I do agree. Yeah, I think every player should be ready um, to, to to play. You know, and sometimes if they're not, then why? Why they're not? They've got psychologists. They've got their physio guys to look right, after them. Just said they've got everything. Right, Man United. Yeah. Right. Okay. What's what's your take on Man United? Well, take on Man United. Well, <laughs> you know, um, similar to Liverpool. Too many changes. Well, it is a lot of changes. I mean, they've uh, they've had. I think any you start where you should start in any in, in any at team at the beginning, but also at the back. He, I, I don't yeah. think Van Van Hal. He he hasn't addressed the problem at the back. Yeah. He's all right going forward, and we saw that obviously against Leicester. But like you, you've got to defend, and he's he, unfortunately he hasn't got a defence at the moment. One or two injury problems, mm. but like he hasn't addressed that that, that problem. And I think that's, that's going to be ongoing. I think it's going to be a, a fair while before mm. they even start getting yeah, going. Really well, yeah. yeah, I think Van Gaal. I mean, he was in a dream situation, wasn't he? When no one appointed him, they were desperate for somebody, and he became the saviour before he yeah. even set foot inside Old Trafford. And, the premier, and then the pre-season one where? No, I think the World Cup was another problem for him, because I spoke to a lot of Dutch people leading up to their World Cup, and they said, "Believe me," he said, "We have a bang average team, but our only chance is our coach." What can he do with those yeah. players leading up to the World Cup? Well, he walked on water, didn't he? Yeah. How he got to that team to finish third in the World Cup, I will never know. And I think the start of their European. Uh, qualification I've proved that haven't they they are not a good team yeah. so I think he thought I'm looking at these players and Raphael and Smalling and Jones and Evans I can work with them when blatantly they're not good enough mm. blatantly they're not good enough so he's gone to battle with those players thinking Louis van Gaal can work with them I'll be alright and they've totally got it wrong they've totally read the squad wrong mm. That squad is desperately in need of defenders, yeah. not just centre-halves, defenders, yeah. and a proper midfield player who can do their job. And also what I like is that when Phil Neville 
inadvertently puts his foot in it and says that United still need to spend another hundred million to have a chance of winning the Premier League. That is having a pop up to Alex Ferguson, isn't it? Because who allowed the squad to get in such a state that it's going to cost them nearly three hundred million just to get back to be able to well, compete? Just to, to, to go on that, because I did read a big article about that, and you know when they sold Ronaldo for eighty million from the day they sold him to the day Sir Alex Ferguson left, he never bought a player over twenty million. So that would suggest that the owners, the Glazers, obviously then pulled it all in. And I think that world-class team that he tinkered every season with one player, two players out, one player, two players in, then all of a sudden it become one player out, two players out, three players out, and they were replaced by average players. And then you got to a point where it was a world-class team five years later because they weren't replaced with world-class players. They become a very average team. And I think... They have become a very average team. But they, average they, be- team. they become they a very average team. Ball, they become a very average team with some very good players. Yeah. And you can't deny that they've got some very exciting players. Yeah, the rebuild's on, isn't it? And yeah, it's, but you also look at some of them, I mean, whether that's Fellaini, the sign of Fellaini, or whoever possesses you to think that Chelsea's going to sell you Juan Mata if he's any good. Yeah. OK, uh, we're going to wrap it up. Why? Because I've got to no, go. No, a strange thing was <laughs> about that was you reading it. You know? Reading you, you, you said you read what, the Rather art. than colouring yeah, things in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, well, I can't so do that's it. That's what I remembered. I can't about do the it. question about you reading about the article. Yeah. Right, give us a quick, quick prediction. Quick <laughs> um, <laughs> <It's a> prediction. <laughs> for the weekend. I don't think there'll be many goals in the game. I think it'll be a 1 0 to, to Liverpool. Wow, that's a sign of the time. Two, two teams that can't defend. Um, <laughs> so there's not going to be many goals then. Yeah. Blah, blah, blah. We've heard it all before. This is Everson's best chance of winning in Anfield. They never do. Yeah. Um, and I think that trend will continue. I think we'll just do them. Bye. One or two? 3-1. I'm going to go... Oh, he's give a goal away there. That's another no-clean sheet. I'm going to go 2-0 Liverpool. Suarez, okay. two. <laughs> the five-time legends are on the road again and they're heading down under. Robbie Fowler. In Australia, your chance to meet and hear from Robbie Fowler, Diddy Haman and Jason McAteer. They're at Enmore Theatre, Sydney on January 3rd. Hilton on the Park, Melbourne, January 7th. And Hyatt Regency, Perth, a day later. Details at 5times.co. Before that, we're in Ireland again. Cork is our next stop with Aldo, Diddy and Jason McAteer on October 29th and 30th. Oh, Cypress Avenue only holds 170, so you better be quick. Fivetimes.co slash cork. And back on Merseyside. Celebrate Christmas with the Liverpool legends. Tables available for our annual party with a whole host of former Reds. It's at the Hilton, December 12th. Details of tables and prices at fivetimes.co. Liverpool have their hands on the European Cup again. And this time it's for keeps. Hmm. 
Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.